right, everybody, the Down to Business podcast is officially back in business. Welcome back, everyone. And um, Once again, I'm going to probably start every episode like this, but really excited just to be working with so many different people, so many um, different arrays of talent. First, we talked last week with Jordan and about his DJ escapades and everything that he did to work his way up. And so today, we're actually here with another good friend of mine, Trey Ahmad. We actually went to East Carolina University together, and I was able to meet him through some mutual friends and I was just able to see really how talented he was um, from a music perspective and just everything he did on the educational front. And we stayed in contact. And then once I dropped my announcement, he reached out to me and he said that he was really I'm excited just to be talking about some things that he was doing, one of which included drop shipping. And so if you're like me, I really had no idea what that was. Like I had heard of the term before, um, but I really had to look it up. And then he kind of just sent me the introduction, like what it would be like, what it what it is specifically. He even broke it down for me in simpler terms, just because the first explanation he gave, I'm not going to lie. I had to read it a few times. I just, um, <laughs> I kind of got it, kind of didn't get it. So I'm going to actually let him go. I'm a little more dead. So Trey, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate the intro, doc. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Great Definitely. Yeah, appreciate you? You. I'm pretty good, man. Can't complain. appreciate you taking the time to um, come on the Down to Business podcast. I wanted to be a part of this. So just for the people out there, can you just give a little um, introduction, a little background information about yourself, and then let's just get right into like what you do and what exactly dropshipping is for those out there who may not be too familiar with it. Yeah, um, I'm Trey Mod. I'm 22. Um, I'm a music artist, uh, part of a group called Hoodies. We just put out our album this past Thanksgiving, so big blessings for that. You know? um, so yeah, all I've been up to really lately is just music. Uh, we dropped the uh, the website, um, secretready.club. Got like the album and the merch on there and stuff. So that was like a really huge step. And um, yeah, I'm just a, a chill kid, loves to make money, loves to mm-hmm. listen to music and chill with the family. And yeah, real simple. Okay. So um, before we kind of get too in debt with drop shipping, so I heard you say that you're a part of a group called Hoodies. So uh, me personally, it's actually getting a little colder, especially in Philadelphia, uh, where I'm located. Um, and so I've actually been collecting a lot of different um, arrays of hoodies, arrays of jackets. But where did the name for that group come from? Was that something that you created? Did you guys kind of come together as a collective? Like who, where did that kind of originate? Um, what really just came, like I met those guys, you know, freshman year at ECU. Um, and really, like, we would always link up. We would always link up and stuff. And um yeah, it just became this thing where it was always about working on music. And every time we would link up, we were, all three of us were wearing hoodies. It was like a, just a weird, like it was unspoken. Like we always just had hoodies on. Like, okay. And for me, it was like coming from a place like I was still working with like my anxiety and stuff and that sort of thing. So I'd always have to have like something on me, like make me feel like a little bit more comfortable, whatever, whatever. So okay. it, was, it was either a backpack or a hoodie. So that's why I was. Okay. I was in a hoodie and um yeah, we decided to drop our first like little song after a while, like maybe like a year and just ran out the name hoodies because we didn't have a name at the time. I just thought it would be perfectly short and sweet and yeah, I like I liked it. <laughs> okay. And I will say in the plethora of times that I've seen you, whether it be around campus or just in Greenville in general, you always did look cozy, you always did have a hoodie on, always did have a backpack. So now um, I can kind of, I just put two and two together. And so it makes sense now. So uh, when it came to kind of putting this together, when you guys kind of came together, compiling this group, does everybody 
do something differently in the group? Does everybody play an essential role? Do you guys kind of all have the same background or like, how did you guys kind of uh, complement one another to put the group together? Um, like I was saying, um, I kind of linked up with those two guys, uh, Mike Larry and, uh, <laughs> uh, Matt square, uh, freshman year. And, um, I was going into it where my main focus was on producing because I had already been um, writing and um, like recording stuff since I was in like maybe about eighth grade. So at that point, like maybe like three or four years. So I was going into college, like I wanted to find like my friends where like they produce. Like I want to find like my, my producer friend. That's why I kept saying to myself. And um, yeah, like the first weekend, I think we got there like on a Friday. I met Mike on a Saturday and I think I met Matt like later on that night and um ever since then we all just kind of linked up um so Mike on our last project he handled the majority of the production and like post-production and things like that so a lot of those beats and stuff coming from him um Matt also contributes a big chunk of uh, production um like I was saying I kind of produce but I kind of leave that to them because I think <laughs> the, uh they're a lot better at it than I am <laughs> okay. but um yeah, my role is more so um, recording and uh, engineering the track as far as uh, mixing and mastering goes. Okay, and so um, give us the vibe, the sound, yeah. okay? For sure. So now, um, switching gears a little bit, with drop shipping specifically, where did, well, for one, it's kind of like a two-part question. For one, just give us a little overview of what, drop shipping actually is like kind of like start to finish and then for two after you do that kind of tell us where did that where did the inspiration come from to want to get involved in that did you do some research about it do you know somebody else who's involved with that or was this just something that you really just have always thought about wanted to try mm -hmm. um yeah drop shipping i guess the simplest way to explain it is um it's a way to sell um products without having the products directly on hand and i kind of heard about it from one of my friends uh his name is ja he makes uh music he's a really dope friend of mine and um he kind of mentioned this mentioned it to me and he was um i believe selling bracelets okay. and making some money off of that and try to you know just being a good friend like just trying to give me some game stuff so i started uh having a hand in it when we were about to drop this hoodies album and I really, really wanted to do, you know, hoodies. I really wanted to do some merch and, you know, some simple stuff, maybe some stickers or whatever the case may be. Okay. So as I'm doing research, looking up that, um, just how to get merch. Like I always remembered how hard it was when I was in high school. I, was, I used to sell like hoodies. Like I probably did it for like two months, but like it was really fun, whatever, whatever, but I would have to buy everything in bulk. And that led me to spending a lot more money than what I had. So I'm I'm thinking with this time around, like, how do I fix that problem since I'm, you know, trying to sell merch again and just get back out there, really? So I end up doing my research, and I find um, something called print-on-demand. And print-on-demand is basically uh, a way to leverage drop, drop shipping. So I'll explain print-on-demand real quick. That's sort of like when somebody orders a hoodie from the website, right, from secrethoodie.club, mm -hmm. what's happening is the transaction is taking place on the website, but 
the order is filled by a manufacturer who then takes the hoodie, then adds the print or design that we have that we created onto the hoodie and then ships that out to the customer, which brought, which bought that from our website. So we don't have any inventory on hand necessarily, but, um, all that is being taken care of, like outside of, um, um, I don't really know how to word that part. Like it's, it's kind of out of our hands in the sense, okay. like, but not in, you know, that's sort of way. more so like it's hands off. It's being fulfilled by the manufacturer yeah, like some, and their shipping. Gotcha. we don't have to buy our hoodies in, you know, quantities of a hundred, 500 or whatever, and be worried about having to get everything off and maybe having like stuff left over and, you know, just you don't want to spend what you what you don't have or what you don't have. Right. And it sounds like it takes some of the pressure off of y'all. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot of pressure off. So now with when it comes to dropshipping, when it comes to dealing with different um, manufacturers, do you kind of just is this something where you kind of just come to them with a vision, come to them with the products that you have, and then they just execute the rest? Or how hands on is the manufacturer? How hands on are you with them? Or is just kind of just like um you you have something going on on your side and then they mm-hmm. fulfill the rest kind of thing. Yeah, um, it's pretty much um, I get to send them let me see the, the simplest way to explain it. Okay, so for drop shipping, there's multiple websites in which you can set up like online stores. For example, there's um, something called like, there's like Shopify, right? Okay. So if I create a website on some on Shopify.com, that's setting that's setting up my my store. So the process takes place like it's all kind of computer based. There's no need to um like call a manufacturer and do all that sort of thing. Like on Shopify, I know they have like other, you know, retail websites, they um they have apps in which the manufacturer uh they list their company like as an app or something like that and there's multiple print-on-demand apps and you know drop shipping apps you could drop ship you know necklaces or you could drop ship i don't know something as simple as like stickers like i i have a couple of stickers like on the on our website which we you know we send them the design and then they send us back mock-ups and we approve them um, if I want to get a sample before I, I um, publish something in my store, I can um, just go online and purchase it like I would do like a, a regular customer if I wanted to and, um, you know, have it, have it sent to me and I can test it out and then publish it in the store. If I don't like it, I can have it redesigned and send that back to them and get another sample, you know. So um, it's pretty it's pretty hands-off. It's, I guess to kind of, you know, just lay back and, you know, put put money towards you know getting getting the word out there for the website and all that sort of thing. Okay, but, um, and I can understand the, um, how convenient that would be, just because you know a lot of times when people don't take these routes of kind of going through somebody else, going through a different manufacturer, when there's somebody who wants to do it all on their own, or sometimes just starting off, sometimes you just don't have those resources to reach out to other people, get these markups done, and get different things sent. Yeah, back. exactly. It can be a little stressful. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
when it comes to so when it comes to this, when it comes to drop shipping, when it comes to utilizing other um, resources, have you noticed any cons thus far, like with the products or does everything does this um, I think in the work? Um, the main con for me, because like I was saying, like it's kind of hands off. Me personally, I like to be a little bit more hands on. Okay. So one con, there's two main ones. The first one would be like I'd prefer to have you know, at least some sort of inventory on hand. Like, I definitely wouldn't want to start out, like, with, you know, not having sampled anything or anything like that. Um, that just makes the process a lot smoother as far as, like, publishing products to your store and everything. And also with um, branding, because the manufacturer also um, handles the shipping. So it'll, you know, ship the product out to your customer. Okay. I would prefer, you know to have more personal branding as far as like I I get to ship it like in my box or like I can add a tag to the to the shirts or you know the the hoodies or whatever I'm selling. Brilliant. I can put like a little thank you note in the box whenever it arrives to the house or something like that. Like I, I prefer things along more of that line and it's a little tough to do because what ends up happening is you're really paying twice for shipping. Mm-hmm. So the customer pays for their product or whatever, you know, it pays for the shipping price or the shipping price and the product. And then to have that shipped to you, I would have to pay the manufacturer to ship it to me. And then I would ship it to the customer. So that oh, takes gotcha. up a little bit of cost. Understood. Um, and then the second con that I was thinking of was, um, what was it? Um, one thing for beginners that I didn't really have to deal with that um a lot of people starting out might have a might have like a little work to do to get up was on the email newsletter so you know with the website essentially with the email newsletter you want people to you know put in their emails so you can send them emails about updates on your store and give them discounts and uh, let them know about things that's going on in your brand and your company so when you're first starting out like gaining uh, having a larger email newsletter is pretty is pretty essential to getting your name out of there, getting your name uh, of your company and your brand out there. But I kind of had it a little bit easy because I was kind of working on music and stuff before I was trying to sell something. So I had a, a decent amount of people that were willing to you know go to the website and put in their email so I could you know keep them updated about the store. Okay, and you almost read my mind. Um, so I was actually going to just ask you about that just ask you about kind of getting your the word out there not only about what you do but um about your products and services so what have you found to be the best way to appeal to your audience whether it be um maybe you have music kind of as that as that one up on people or have you found that word of mouth have you found Mm -hmm. doing different events like i know people do pop-up shops so what has words what has worked best for you i'm gonna Um, to get people to know about hoodies and what you guys do it sounds so simple, but really it's all about just interacting with people who might be interested in what you're doing. Like regardless of what, um, regardless of what you're doing, like with somebody, let's say there's, there's somebody out there like selling wigs or something like, and you got some, got some friends that, you know, wear wigs or whatever. And you think, Oh, they would, they would you know, rock with it or whatever the case may be, or they would, they would buy your, your product. Like, I think the main thing you need to do is like actually interact with those people if they're 
you know, family, friends, strangers, like you need to have those people engage with you. So they, there's a, there's a connection. There's like a realness to it. And they're not just somebody selling something. You're not just, I love you know, that. I love that. Yeah. For sure. You got to let people know, like you said, I even like the point you made about the, the con that you made about not being able to um, be involved as much with the shipping. Cause sometimes, like you said, it just goes as simple as that. Thank you. note or, just that product or maybe you send them yeah like a it goes a very very long that can way help out for sure and i think that makes people feel appreciated sometimes they're like hey he really took his time with this despite having a whole business that he's running despite having other um guests and clients that he wants to appeal to so definitely do understand that when it comes to hoodies specifically like your guys group i know you said it was you my boy mike and then square as well so is this something that you guys are just looking to keep amongst you three are you guys looking to expand add new people to the team are you really just kind of keeping what you guys do um kind of like as a home team type thing and then just really trying to expand your products expand your services yeah i mean besides us three there's also um uh, a kid named forever keon who i also met um freshman year he plays guitar and he produces and raps and sing and everything um but he lives, um, we, we're Charlotte-based right now, and he kind of stays in, in Wilmington. So, you know, shout out Keon, if, if you listen to him, bro. Um, and uh, Julian, um, I also met him in um, Greenville. A lot of people know him as Trent. He was, um, uh, or, or Ed Van Soul. He's an artist that um, worked with uh, a guy named Swan. I love hearing. Okay, um, yeah. 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 Called Voodoo. And, um, okay. yeah. Julian, it's like kind of, kind of like my big brother, so I thought it would be crazy if he kind of came back here and he wasn't a part of what we had going on. So okay. really it's about five of us now. And um, yeah, I think we're just kind of want to keep everything in-house. I think we got the talent, we got the determination, the hard work to kind of, you know, be, be hands-on and really do this how we want to do it sort of thing. Okay. So yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I just want hoodies sure. to be to be known everywhere. <laughs> okay, so if you had to, if somebody said, "What's the overall mission? What's the overall goal for the hoodies group?" How would you sum that up? Um, for me, whew, <laughs> it's hard to just sum up. Um, I say the main goal is just. Uh, just being the best people and artists that we can be and um, just being able to to live off of what we love doing. I think it was a, that's like the, the super basic way I can put it. It's like, okay. I just want to have me and my homies kind of, kind of live off of what we love. And if I want to get up and go to Brazil one day, I can just hop up and go to Brazil and I won't, I won't miss work. I'll, I'll still be, you know, making money or doing whatever the case may be. But like really, really just freedom is probably the the man word I would use to, to sum it up. Okay. Freedom for sure. And and definitely I, I love the the cliche saying of they say when you when you do something that you love, you really never work a day in your life. And so I think that you guys are definitely moving along that track. You're really just like you said, you're waking up just having that freedom to to just do what you want, whether it be from the production side, whether it be from the engineering side, recording, whatever the case may be. So exactly. the fact that you guys can all come together. I think that's amazing and definitely I'm excited for what you guys have coming for the future and everything's like that. So are there any projects on the horizon, any um, merchandise that you're looking to add, anything that you want to see 
um, hoodies kind of come out with? Are you guys working on anything right now that you can disclose with the audience? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> if not, we can keep it a secret and just tell them to wait. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it for the group, but I know, I guess, um, individually, we're all trying to work on um, putting out singles and things like that. So definitely be expecting some singles from me, some singles from Mike Larry, some singles from Advanced Soul, some singles from Matt, and some singles from, from Keon. But as far as what we got going on as a group, I got to keep that hush for now. Okay, keep it on the look. I like it. Yeah. I do, I it's it's going to be exciting. Right. Okay. Okay, and then the year, starting off the new year. And look, guys, just take it from me, no bias, absolutely at all. But I will say, if you haven't listened to Trey's music, please do. He sent me a couple of his tracks and the projects that they've done between him and Mike, and it's always a vibe. It's always a good time. As someone who loves music, someone who loves beats as much as myself, I really do enjoy what he does. And like I say, he's a really creative (laughs) guy. has a lot coming. For sure, bro. So for all the people out there just looking to get in contact with you, looking to see what Hoodies is doing, looking to see um, what you guys may have upcoming and even previous work. Where can they uh, Where can they find you guys? Where can they reach out to you at? Um, we're on Instagram at Secret Hoodie Club. We're on Twitter at Hoodie Club. Um, but if you go to our website, secrethoodie.club, you can find everything there. We have our Spotify page up there, our Apple Music page up there, even even our Twitch and YouTube and things like that are up there. So if you just visit the website, be able to find everything with ease. Okay, cool. And so for for anyone just looking to start their own business, looking to whether it be in the music industry, whether it be with selling their own merchandise, whether it be with just when it comes to branding yourself in general like i said because hoodies is the brand that you guys have adopted and very much are pushing forward and hope to get that freedom so what kind of what advice would you give to them or what um what would you tell somebody who's kind of looking to start but may not know really what to start may be scared of like feedback or not getting the proper support what what advice would you tell them just to really just continue to pursue their dreams and do what they want to do uh i think the best advice to give for something I guess, like, in the business field, when it comes to things like that, is, like, you can't make it up the staircase if you don't take the first step. So okay. whatever it comes down to, whatever you want to start doing, just go ahead and start it. Like, whether it's, you know, getting getting your domain name or, you know, getting your products or building your email newsletter, like, you can't you can't do it for, you know, for a living if you haven't started doing it. So if you want to do that for a living, if you want to start your, your business or your brand or your, your company, like the best thing to do is just start. Like even if you haven't sold anything, call yourself an entrepreneur. It'll, it'll just get you in the right mindset. Right. We are consistently what we, what we think and what we act out. And I'm, I'm learning that more and more each day. The more you, the mind is powerful. Um, and the more very. you kind of put those positive thoughts in your, mind or even speak those thoughts into existence i'm a very very big believer in someone of speaking things into yeah, existence. go ahead and claim it and get started and you know like so it may not always come on your time but it'll come on god's time essentially so exactly i definitely do like that you can't make it up the staircase until you take that first step i might have to i'm gonna have to throw that in there somewhere that's a gem that's a gem <laughs> so um just before we wrap things up and i um and we give people one last run through of all your um your social media and everything what would you say has been your most humbling experience through this process so far? 
Oof. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm coming with the heavy hitters. You coming with the heavy you. hitters? I love it. Yeah, because you asked me about the question. <laughs> yeah. We about to just vibe out, bro. We're gonna figure yeah. it out. Um, ask the question one more time. Let me think a little bit. So, what what would you say throughout all of this, whether it be a personal thing, whether it be a group thing? What would you say has been your most humbling experience in this in this whole um, ordeal? Uh, I say, like, just getting, like, whenever we got uh, started. I'd say like doing a lot of those um like open mics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Those 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 will humble you real quick. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, I think there was a time it might have been like the second the second weekend. Um, no, we first got the ECU as freshmen, and um, like I was saying, I was looking for my music friends, and you know how they do they get all the clubs set up, and you know. Mm-hmm. Trying to explain the club, come join us, da, 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 and all that stuff. <laughs> right. Um, I remember, I, I can't remember the whole name, but it was something like, it's like ECU ENT, and like it said for yep. entertainment or something like that. So I I got up with them, and um, they would do shows and stuff. And, you know, sometimes um, it would probably be like, you know, 20 people, but sometimes it might be like, five <laughs> and like three of them are your friends <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and like you still want to you know give the best show and still kind of i don't know like i guess make your reputation and kind of brand yourself and you still want to get out there regardless of the number of people that are that you're performing for most definitely and i think that's a true a true 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 example of character when you can just still perform as if as if you got a whole arena filled and sometimes exactly or whether it be friends or not. So I think like one of my, like a, a habit I have is like whenever I'm performing, I'll, I have a moment where like I'll close my eyes and like, in those, you know, three, five seconds, like I might be in a whole stadium or something and don't nobody know mm-hmm. but me. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I think that's, that's a good way to put things into fruition just the same. And I think, like you said, that can be very common because I've seen it. I've been to events where, um, you would expect a much bigger turnout. It was promoted well, but sometimes people just don't come. And I feel like yeah. those are the events where you really find the best talent. Like I remember looking at, um, recording some things and even going back and looking at recaps of things. And it was like, wow, I wish a lot more people would have showed up the way they show up to different things or put the same energy forward. And especially with when they're free sometimes and when these people are really just up and coming because yeah. a lot of times we focus so much on the mainstream and focus so much on what's out there, what's exactly. popular, what's really catchy. But it's people out here with so much talent like yourself, like the people in the hoodies organization. So like I said, I really think that's a true testament yeah. and the truth. It speaks I feel to like that's you. that's definitely really true with the like the North Carolina like music scene. Like I feel like if we would just give some of the people that, you know, that aren't the baby or is not J. Cole, if you mm-hmm. give those people a chance, like for sure. We could we could really level up real yeah. soon. Some of the best talent is underground and people don't even yeah, dig it. For sure. Okay. So just before we wrap things up here, um, once again, thank you so much for joining me, Trey. Is there anything that you just want the people to know, uh, whether it be about you, drop shipping, uh, Secret Hoodie Club, anything like that? Anything you want to add? Um, yeah. Um, my personal Instagram is 003TRE, 003Trey. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can, if you have any questions after you hear this and, like, you want to DM me about anything or you need some help, like, that's probably the best place to find me. Um I'm on Twitter at that kid Taz, but I'm crossing my fingers, hoping hopefully in uh, 
and Twitter will free up the the Trey Amad account so I can snatch that up. Okay. Um, <laughs> as far as um hoodies, like I said, the website is secrethoodie.club. You can find everything on there. Um, as far as business inquiries goes, um, you can email business at secrethoodie.club. I believe that's the email. Okay. And um, I wish I could remember everybody else's social media outside. Oh, not so I'll make sure that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not nice like that. It's all good. It's a list. But I'll make sure when I throw this episode up and when I throw the description up, I'll put um, everybody in there so we can just get up offline and um, and you can send me everybody and make sure everybody gets their rightful credit. So uh, once Perfect. again, thank you to everyone out there who constantly tunes in, constantly reposts, constantly shows support for the podcast. We're only two interviews in three episodes in total. And, and I've really just been feeling the love, the overwhelming amount of support. And it really means a lot. A big thank you to Trey for sitting down with me today for explaining. Thank to you, bro. The people need this. Not for sure. And I'm, I'm definitely excited to, like I said, see what you guys have coming along. Like I said, I always have loved the music, have loved what you guys have been doing. So definitely wish you guys the best of luck. Definitely proud of you for sure. Especially for when I first met you to see progress to this day. So, uh, Big thanks to everybody out there. This is the Down to Business podcast with Tamar Turner. I sat down today with Trey Ahmad, and we will be back soon with another episode. Thank you, guys.